Hi there, and welcome to Twist Out Cancer Anniversary Spotlights. I'm Stephen, and today I'll be chatting with artist Anna Fenice and her inspiration, Marty Kaplan. We'll talk about their involvement with Twist Out Cancer, how they became participants in the Brushes with Cancer program, how their connection unfolded and developed, and what they continue carrying with them from their experience together. Anna, Marty, it's uh, lovely to have you on. How, how are you guys doing? Good. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Let's get started uh, with a little bit about uh, your story. Marty, uh, can you tell us how you got involved with Brushes with Cancer? Um, I was diagnosed with breast cancer in December of 2017. I had just turned 37. Um, And as I was kind of, you know, getting my footing and understanding what this new diagnosis meant for me, I talked to a lot of people and I have a, a really strong I'm very fortunate to have a really strong and supportive network. Um, and someone actually, it came up a, a couple of times that people that I was connected to knew Jenna Ben Scherscher, who um, is the founder of Twist Out Cancer. And that Jenna's story was very um, inspirational and motivating to one of my friends who said, you know, I think this is an organization you might like to to connect with. So I looked into it and the Brushes with Cancer program for Chicago was starting in early 2018 with applications for inspirations and artists. And I thought, hey, this could be a a way to a fun way to stay connected, to see my journey turn into a piece of art, to, you know, connect with other cancer survivors and thrivers and people who have been impacted by cancer, but to also just kind of create a positive component of my treatment journey. So um, I applied to be an inspiration and got matched with an artist. Her name is Rebecca. Um, We had a a really great um, opportunity. This was all pre-COVID to get together and, you know, take walks and get to know each other and really, um, you know, create art and have fun and see things come to life. And I just, I loved the connection that I felt to the community of Twist Out Cancer. And then that final gala where the art was displayed and auctioned off was just so meaningful. That first, that first year, I also um, was the winner of an award called the Sean Strong Award, which is an award that's given every year to an inspiration who kind of embodies the, what this gentleman who passed away um, but was very involved in twist out cancer in the past what he kind of you know put out there during his cancer journey which was that every day is a good day Um, so I was really honored to have received this award and got to make a speech at the at the event and the gala and everything so twist out cancer very quickly became an important part of my life and an important part of my cancer journey and then I uh, applied to join the, the board of directors and joined the board in early 2019 and was a, I was one of the co-chairs of the 2019 event in Chicago. So the, or the 2019 Brushes with Cancer program in Chicago. Um, and that was just an amazing opportunity to see it from, you know, a bigger picture, not personal perspective, but to see how really the program impacted so many other people, both inspirations and artists. 
Um, and it was just a really meaningful experience. And then 2020 hit. We all know where where that went. Mm-hmm. And I was still on the board. And early in the early in the year, the leaders came to me and said, hey, we think would would you be interested in participating as an inspiration again? We have an artist that we think you would be a really great match with. And I at first was hesitant because I didn't want to take the opportunity away from someone else who hasn't participated before. But I said, well, who's the artist? Let me, you know, like, let me see. And they told me Anna's name. And I looked up, I looked her up in the prior year's program guide. And since I had been so familiar with the prior year, having been one of the co-chairs, I was like, oh my God, that story and piece of artwork was just incredible. I actually had bid on it at the event in 2019. Um, on Anna's artwork that she created for a different inspiration. And I just felt connected to her before I even knew her. So I was like, yes, this is this is an opportunity I, I can't pass up. Anna and I were matched and we did a lot of FaceTime dates and phone dates throughout 2020. We're in different places. I live in Chicago and she lives in Colorado. So we have yet to meet in person, but um, we remain really connected. And I I think our our story was really mutually beneficial. We definitely spent a lot of time getting to know each other and providing support for each other through lots of different cancer stories, both our own and other, you know, or my own and other people's. Um, and the piece of artwork that she created is just incredible. And it's so fitting for so many reasons. All right. Um, well, thank you. Yeah. And I, I want to hear more about that partnership um, and about, uh, yeah, what, what came out of it. But uh, first, uh, Anna, let, let me just ask you a similar question. I mean, can you describe, uh, yeah, how, how you got connected to, to TOC and um, to this project? Yeah, sure. So um, I started painting in my 20s um, because I was dealing with anxiety and depression. And so I started as basically as a form of art therapy. And so because of that, I've always gravitated towards creating art um, with a purpose. So like I painted for um, a young blind girl who um, her father was really upset that she couldn't experience art. So I made this piece that was really textured. um, And so when she could feel it, he would describe the colors that were that were on the, on the canvas or like, um, a guy who had a stroke. So I've always wanted to paint for people who are going through some sort of a journey. And my friend who lives in Chicago, she ended up getting, um, leukemia, getting diagnosed with leukemia. And she participated in brushes with cancer. And I was like, holy crap, this aligns perfectly with what I believe the impact of art is. So I immediately um, set up a meeting with Jenna and I was like, I need to learn everything that there is about this program. And I applied to be an artist. And so that's how I got initially in my first year um, with my inspiration, Megan. And, And then, so I've been in now, this is, I just completed my third year and now I've applied for my fourth year. Um, and then after working with Marty, um, I didn't even know there was an opportunity to be on the board. And she and she told me all about it. And I was like, oh, I need to get on this board. So um, I 
am now on the advisory board, so I do a lot to help with um, media stuff or Instagram live interviews and all that stuff and just try to basically stay as involved as I can. Okay, that's that's really cool. Um, and it, it's cool to be talking to two people who have had um, uh, such a, a deep involvement uh, with this with this organization. Could you just describe in a, maybe a little bit more detail, like what, um, you know, your, your involvement in, in the organization and, um, yeah, what, what that has meant to you? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, of course. So I would say my main involvement, other than just trying to, you know, everyone on the board really dips their toes in everything. So um, not one person is dedicated to a specific task. Everybody kind of gathers together and works on it. So like right now we're working on our 10 year anniversary and I was shocked by how many people were on this committee um, call that we had just had about it. There's so many people because everybody wants to make sure that it's wonderful. So I would say with twist, like everybody pitches in kind of everywhere. So like I've done some, and Marty and I have actually done interviews before. Um, we did one for um, a Chicago news station. I've done one here in Denver. And then I do some of the Instagram live interviews that we have that talk about, similar to this, um, Brushes with Cancer partnerships and what their experiences are like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Marty, Marty does more like of the smart stuff and I do like the stuff <laughs> <laughs> like in front of the camera. <laughs> Which doesn't require you to be smart at all, Anna, right? <laughs> Mari like makes the business run and I just make sure people know about it. Which is which is a lot of times more important that people need to know about. I don't make the business run by any means, by the way. I am but I am probably more involved behind the scenes but Anna is perfect for being in the spotlight her, her we we did an Instagram live conversation together which was really fun and I'm not huge on Instagram so it was it was fun to just make those connections with my followers you know people people reached out to me and learned about the organization that they really hadn't known about before which was the point so right that's that's like the biggest point right is making sure that people know that this is available to them and it costs nothing, you know, like it costs nothing for an inspiration to come in and, and get involved with this program. And it's a lasting effect. So what we really want to make sure people know is that this is available, not only for the inspirations, but also for the artists, you know, it's such a unique experience to be able to create a piece of art that is specifically for one person who's, who's, really been through the worst of the worst and so it's it's and it, it's a really touching experience on both sides absolutely well uh yeah let, let's let's hear a little bit about um the experience that the, the two of you have had here um i mean uh, you know you're, you're collaborating on a lot of things i guess but um but uh mm -hmm. yeah specifically you know working on on this piece uh with marty as an inspiration and and marty i'll actually i'll, I'll put this to you first Sure. Yeah. So it's funny. I'm I'm staring at the at the piece right now. I'm glad we're not on video because I can look at it and it um, helps bring things to mind. Um, but yeah, it was it was early in COVID when Anna and I first connected. So the world was a really crazy place, as we all remember. Mm -hmm. And we 
you know, texted back and forth about how do we want to connect and FaceTime was was very big for everyone then. So I'm glad we were able to to do that and not just rely on phone calls because that video connection really, I think, you know, helped us feel like we in some ways we're sitting there together. So um, I, you know, we're about the same age. I think we just felt instantly connected. As you can tell, we're both talkers. You know, I don't think either one of us is shy and we're <laughs> able to, um, you know, just to to be ourselves with each other right away, which was a really good feeling. Um, I, I am an open book in terms of my cancer journey, but just in, as a person overall. So I shared a lot of information and, you know, just my story about my diagnosis and my treatment and really the impact that that cancer has had on me. Um, And, you know, some stories like individual little stories throughout the time. I remember Anna asked me early on um, about my favorite color and my favorite band. So um, I told her that purple was my favorite color, but that I lean more towards blue purple than red purple mm-hmm. um and that um my favorite band i told her about airborne toxic event which is not a super well-known band but their music just inspires me and is um you know it's like sometimes upbeat and sometimes sad and i like the combination of of the music um so i loved that she was asking me to those types of questions that could help inspire some of the some of the artwork and most of the time that Anna and I talked we you know we just chatted and I had no idea what was unfolding behind the scenes so when she eventually did reveal the piece to me I I mean I cried it was amazing and um when I saw what she wrote about it was just so so perfect yeah Anna um I mean similar question like uh you know can you just sort of uh, tell me how you approach this and and uh, what you learned from those early conversations from Marty and uh, how that influenced uh, your work? I mean, she was just like telling me everything right off the bat. And I was like, this is awesome. Um, I basically don't have to work that hard to get this information out of her. <laughs> and and then but the, one of the first stories she tells me is that after she was diagnosed, she flew to Morocco. And she went on this elaborate vacation in Morocco, just finding out that she has breast cancer. And, and speaking of that band, she went and saw that band by herself at a concert. And I'm like, this is so unique. And what, what a strong woman to know herself and life enough to be like, screw it. I'm going to do all these things and I'm not going to let anything hold me back, you know, like it's not, cancer's not going to hold me back and nothing. So I was like really, really inspired by how, how strong she is. And she, I, when I found out my dad had cancer, she was the first person I reached out to. And then when my friend, um, started losing his battle with cancer, she was the first person I reached out to because she understood not only from her experience, but also being in the twist out cancer community. Um, you know, we're all connected through this terrible thing called cancer. And so we understand each other and and what we're going through. So, um, you have this whole support system beyond just, 
you know, your artist or inspiration, if you wanted to call Jenna tomorrow, she would pick up the phone and she would listen to you talk, you know? So it's a really unique situation to be in. Right, Marty? Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I, I think because we have this common thread of cancer connecting us, we all have, you know, kind of an awareness or an openness about the way that we're able to talk about it and, you know, and say, okay, we know how much it sucks, but we also have seen positive things come out of it. And, you know, being able to just share in that experience is um, really powerful across the whole organization. But yeah, with with Anna and with my first artist uh, inspiration connection, I I feel like I, I've never felt comfortable being like the spotlight, you know, like I wanted to build a relationship that was two ways um, and two sided because that's really a big part of the reason why I've got why I have been involved and why I got involved in this organization is to build new relationships and to really connect that I didn't want it to only be about, oh, this is Marty's story, you know, because I think that, I mean, the relationship that Anna and I were able to build through the horrible things that were happening, you know, in her world at the time, um, you know, I think helped influence just the way that we're able to stay connected and be friends and and the world in general, right? Yeah. The world in general was in like a tailspin. I mean, the pandemic was exploding. Nobody could leave their house. And so Marty and I were just sitting on FaceTime like, what the hell is going (laughs) on in the world right now? It's crazy. And throughout it all, like that's very true. And at that time, Uh Twist Out Cancer was doing a big um, campaign around the concept of resilience. And that was just about how people who have experienced cancer, whether as a caregiver or a survivor or, you know, in, in different ways, have been so resilient and were able to really take those strengths, those skills that they've built through prior cancer experiences and apply them into the craziness of the world at the time and COVID. But also, you know, to be real and not everything was was uplifting in, in terms of our conversations and our relationship, but that's what makes it real and strong and powerful. Well, yeah, I mean, what a, what a fortuitous time for, for that connection to, to be made. Um, and uh, I, we have uh, five-ish minutes left, uh, and I want to get to the, uh, <laughs> the the actual uh, piece that resulted from this. So um, I guess uh, if we could do it like this, um, and I, I would love for you to, and I, I would love for you to just describe a little bit of like what your thought process was, you know, uh, as you made this, and then um, Marty. I mean, it sounds like you're <laughs> if you're looking right at it. Uh, <laughs> maybe at that point you could jump in and, and just describe a, describe it to us and describe you know how how you felt. Yeah. So, well, like I said, I, w- I knew the colors that I wanted to um, use for her. I have synesthesia, so I associate basically everything with colors and Marty's came very naturally. Um, and as I was painting it, um, I wanted to represent the tulips that bloom in Chicago in the spring. So they plant the, the bulbs in October. There's a terrible winter, like the worst And then in April, all these tulips bloom. And it's like the most beautiful thing in the world is downtown at Michigan Avenue. Are all these tulips, they're so colorful. So the concept was that, okay, you have cancer, you go through the worst, 
but you come out on the other side even more beautiful. And so that that's kind of the, the, the concept behind the painting. And then my dad is an artist too. And so, as I said, he was diagnosed with cancer while Marty and I were working together. And so I took a piece, one of his paintings and cut it up and we cut it up into um, like little slivers and I pasted those onto the painting to create um, the stems because she helped me work through what was going on with my dad. I wanted to make sure to include something of his in this piece as well. So that's, that's the story behind it. God, I wish, I wish that podcasts allowed for some visual element because I just wish you guys could all see how beautiful this is. But so like Anna said, it's, it's based on the, the concept of, of tulips and color and something beautiful turning more beautiful. But so what you see in the painting, it's not like actual tulips, which makes it even better. It's a little bit more abstract. And it's just like a lot of color on the left side, um, some purples and blues and greens. And, and then the middle part of it is almost like uh, there's like a little bit of white with like black tumultuous lines, I would say, you know, like, hey, things, things were not good in the middle, per se. <laughs> um, and then the other side, on the right side, there's some blues and greens and just a lot more color again. Um, and so it's almost like if you look at it from left to right, you you see this journey. So um, gosh, how I felt when I saw it. So we ended up, the reveal ended up being over a text message, which I think is maybe less exciting <laughs> than we would have, you know, hoped. But yeah. I think I had said, texted Anna something about like, I can't wait to see it. And she's like, actually, it's done. Um, and it's already like packaged up to be sent. Um, so should I just send you pictures? And I was like, yes, oh my goodness, whatever. So she sent me the pictures and then she sent me the write-up, which was very, you know, similar to what she had, what she just described. Um, and I cried. I mean, it was, it's, it's just so perfect. And, and what's funny about it is that I don't know, I don't know, Anna, if I had even told you the story in advance, but after my treatment was over, I got, uh, when I was still bald, but, um, you know, chemo was done. I saw this person who had just this beautiful tattoo on the back of her head. And I was like, I thought, I, I will say, I honestly thought like, that's kind of weird. But then I also thought like, that's really cool. And I'm bald. I should get a tattoo on my head. And so I, I started looking at what, options I could have and like what really represented what I had just gone through. And things kept pointing to lotus flowers because lotus flowers grow in like they're these beautiful things that grow out of like murky, muddy grossness. So I ended up getting a lotus flower tattooed on the back of my head. And I think that the symbol is like the symbol of a lotus flower is really similar to this symbol of what Anna described about the tulips blooming after a really bad winter. And I just loved that connection and how it really was like just such a clean, clear way to describe what I had experienced. Yeah. Um, well, that's that's beautiful. And it's interesting, like how many different levels uh, that that symbol works on. Um, can I just get you each to, to briefly just, you know, um, explain what you think the the impact on this uh 
on you uh, of this has been, uh, you know, going forward, like, what are you going to carry with you from this? And uh, what would you say to people who are uh, considering applying uh, to, to this program? And let's start with Anna and then go to Marty. I would say the, for me as an artist um, with Brushes with Cancer, the biggest impact is being able to take something terrible and make it beautiful. And so anybody who is considering it from an artist standpoint, um, the opportunity to give somebody joy um, by representing their journey with something so difficult um, is, is really unmatched. So I would say if you're considering it, please do it. You'll never feel anything like it. So the impact on me has, has just been so powerful. Like the just opportunity to be part of a larger community that gets it for lack of a better term and is able to exactly like Anna just said, bring beauty out of ugliness or, you know, out of despair and, and challenges. So I love that part of this organization and and really what it what it stands for and giving people a chance to heal through creative programming and through art. So um, and as an inspiration, I think the opportunity to get involved and share your story it can be just so meaningful and so powerful to, to share your story, to connect with another person and to see what that person, how that person views your story and a piece of art is just amazing.